Austin-based band Why Bonnie have just released their first LP. It's called 90 in November. We find Blair Howerton, the band's singer-songwriter, in her new home in Brooklyn, New York. So now, are they an Austin band or a Brooklyn band? Smoking like a sinner, buzzing like a bee. Since I had moved to New York, I was writing a bit, but hadn't really written too many songs, and the concept or the theme of the album was still very fluid at this point, so it really wasn't until lockdown happened that um, I started having a lot of emotions come out of me related to missing home and reflecting on the past and just being in this very new um, place and time in my life and kind of looking back on everything that had happened in the past few years and even as far back as my childhood and how it had shaped me into the person I was at that moment, that current moment. So I think that's kind of really where a lot of the inspiration for the songs and the album came from was just having a lot of time to reflect on the past and certainly not doing much in the present because of lockdown. But, um, yes. (laughs) Yeah. So, and you know, I had, I had left Texas, um, not even a year before and Texas being my home. Um, I, I have, was having a lot of feelings about that. Yeah, big difference between Austin and New York City, isn't there? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, lifestyle change for sure. Yeah. Now, when the, the 10 songs that comprise the album, did you write them kind of in mind of them being presented as a whole, or are they kind of from all different places and times? I, I think that the general vibe... Um, kind of coalesced in a very natural way. It wasn't that I was like going to sit down and write a concept album, but it did seem like a lot of them had similar themes, whether that be like past love or um, past pain or everything in between. Um, So the theme kind of evolved throughout the songwriting. I do think that... um, they did kind of happen like very quickly once I started writing it. They they came out of me, and um, the last song on the album was actually written two days before we got into the studio. So oh. that was that was the cherry on top. Last Which one was that? It's a song called Superhero. Right. Oh, so it is the last song on the album. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, since you mentioned it, what can you tell me about the song itself? Do you mind uh, delving into it a little bit for us? Foot through the mirror Thought I could walk right through You make me feel like I can do anything that I want to do Like I'm a
that song definitely has the most um, forward thinking and like future oriented um, look onto it. It's inspired by my current love and it's a love that I had never really felt before feeling um, that kind of love that just makes you feel invincible and really good about yourself and your current space and it can be very exciting and encouraging to feel that way. So that's what that's about. Right. So it begins, the album begins with a song called Sailor Mouth. And the first thing you kind of hear on the record is this kind of screech of feedback or something of guitar. So it's a great way to start the record. Is that kind of what you had in mind? Kind of set the tone for the thing? Yeah, I think we wanted to... Um go for a little bit of a different sound I think the album in general has a new sound that we haven't um really recorded yet um so it's exciting sonically to try new things like using more feedback and um while also like keeping things a little bit drier and um less uh washed out which a lot of our prior stuff kind of has like a dream pop slash shoegazy right. tone to it. And we are really steering away from that sound with this album. Um, trying something new, a little more, a little more raw. So, yeah. Right. So do you think kind of being dream pop or bedroom pop is a kind of, you're taking less seriously than if you kind of, rock out <laughs> that we can take ourselves a little less seriously or... okay <laughs> no yeah yeah i mean it's um i think it's just like i as an artist i really like to keep the door open for um myself to evolve and try new things and um i think that this these songs in this album really reflect kind of where I was in the moment and just trying to get back to a very, um, like nostalgic sound. Um, right. Since a lot of the theme is nostalgia, I was really, yep. um, harking back to, um, musicians like Cheryl Crow and um, the Lemonheads, which are one of my favorite bands and was one of my mom's favorite right. bands too. So just a lot of like <laughs> kind of nineties alt rock that I had grown right. up with. I really like find a lot of comfort in because it reminds me of home. And so sure. I definitely tried to use a lot of that sound as influence for these songs. Now, speaking of nostalgia, the second song is the one that's out now, Galveston, uh, which obviously was written because you're from down there. Are you familiar with the Glenn Campbell tune, Jimmy Webb tune of the same name? I am. Yeah. I was afraid we'd get some uh, heat for that, but. Uh, <laughs> I believe the name <laughs> should be free for all, you know, <laughs> not trademarked. Yeah. True. Um, but... No, I love that song, so. But honestly, didn't really think about it until after I had named it. And I was like, oh, Oops. yeah, well, well. So so why did you write a song about Galveston as opposed to Houston or Austin or 
El Paso. <laughs> Houston. I grew up there and Houston is only about an hour and a half from Galveston. I used to go down to Galveston with my family like almost every weekend. It was definitely our, our getaway that we would go to. Um, so it has, it holds a very special place in my heart. It not being where I was necessarily born and raised, but a very familiar and comforting place to me. That was kind of uh an escape. Gotcha. And how much did you have to do with the video that came comes with the song? The video was very much kind of like thrown together. Um, last minute, being in the COVID world, it's been pretty hard to uh, keep things on track and to kind of plan how, when to shoot and all these other things, but luckily we teamed up with um, Grace Pendleton, who is an amazing director and filmmaker, and we wanted we knew we wanted to keep it simple. And I knew I wanted to have it at night, and right. And why not have it on the beach? Because it's a song about the beach. There and, you go. <laughs> and, um, I just loved the vibe that she created, and we wanted to keep it simple, but have a very cohesive vibe and think that we we nailed it uh -huh. and uh there's another town in texas that has a title on your album silsby is that right small town outside of Beaumont, Texas, which is in East Texas, right. um, close to the Louisiana border. It's a very, very small town, and it's where we recorded the album. Uh, we recorded with uh -huh. um, an engineer named Tommy Reed, who owns a studio called Lazy Bones Studio, and yep. it's actually on... Um, it's a really gorgeous studio that he's built out there um, right next to his house on his plot of land in Silsby. So we got to go stay out there for two weeks and just focus on the album and really polishing everything, getting it down, um, which was such a blessing because we hadn't had time to be together as a band in almost a year because of COVID. Right. And uh, also just to have all the distractions of the world fall away while we were out in the middle of what felt like nowhere, but it was very peaceful, lots of fields and cows and yeah, we had a really <laughs> great good. time. Yeah. Uh -huh. So now that you're in New York, how is the band wor uh, working 
together. I, uh, are the rest of them moved up? Are they in Texas or what's happening? Yeah. So um, four of the five of us live in Brooklyn now. Um, oh, okay. One one straggler left in Austin, uh, and that's Kendall. And for right now, it's it's really working out. We're just um, you know focusing on getting this album out. We're um, mm-hmm. also starting to work on the next album already. Um, and yeah, trying to make it work as much as possible. We really love being in a band together. I think that our dynamic really works, the five of us, and we've been doing it for years now. We all have a lot of love and respect for each other and want to, when you find those people, you really want to make it work no matter what, um, just because it's a very special and unique dynamic to be in a band and you grow a lot of attachments towards each other. Yeah, so yep. so you and Kendall have been kind of friends working together, whatever, for quite a while, right? What, what, yeah, what drew Kendall's you together? My- Oh, well, she's my oldest friend. We met when we were two, actually, in daycare. <laughs> and we've been best friends our whole lives. Um, our birthdays are two days apart. And we celebrated birthdays growing up and did everything together. And um, right. when I moved back to uh, – I moved to Austin in twenty late 2015, right after I graduated school. And – I was just going to hit the ground running trying to start a band. And both Kendall and I had never really been in a band before, but Kendall is a classically trained pianist. And when I was telling her about how I wanted to start this project, I had the songs written but didn't have the band yet. And she was like, well, I'm right here. I play piano. And um, (laughs) it worked out. Now it's five six years later so yeah very cool so you've done a couple of shows i think relatively recently but when you do play out and i've watched a bunch of live videos but it's kind of a different scenario than playing in front of real people how did how does the band change do they change do the songs change do you change when you're in front of an audience and when you're kind of sitting in the studio making these things up yeah i think that Playing live will always be a unique experience just because you can feel the energy of the crowd and you have this one shot. It's not like in the studio where you can go back and fix a mistake or really even have like (laughs) any kind of time to focus on any mistakes. And sometimes when you're playing live and you flub up and you look around and at your bandmates and it can either be a, a funny kind of moment that you just roll with the punches or <laughs> yeah, but it's, um, it's definitely a different experience from being in the studio. Um, you get to just kind of let loose a little bit more while in the studio. It's, uh, still fun, but definitely more bus- you know, right. you need to do business. And what kind of what kind of folks come out to see you? Do you have much of an inter- interaction with them and all that stuff? Do they like to tell you what they think about your music? <laughs> yeah, we've met some amazing people at our shows, being on the road or playing in Austin, in New York. It's um, people are so great, and I think that's a really amazing part of music is getting to meet so many different kinds of people, 
even if you yep. have like short interactions with them, um, it's always nice to hey hear that your music is has an effect on people. That's the the whole point is to kind of share yourself and hope that you're connecting. And when someone tells you that they're feeling that connection, it's just the best feeling in the world. Right. And have you ventured outside of the U.S. at all with the band, or has it been? No, fully... not yet. But I am very, very much looking forward to doing that. Anyway, so thank you very much. Good luck with the record when it comes out, Thanks. and maybe you can come down here sometime. We'd love to see you. Would love that. Thank you so much.